0: Listen, if I'm getting to third base with you and you haven't been circumcised, you can imagine that yes, there's going to be a little snippety-snick,
1: tug-tug, whatever. Hello, Frog Residents. Kermit speaking. Oh, hello, Mr. Iger. Yes, sir. It's an honor to speak with you. Thank you. Oh, uh yeah, I I have heard of the Three Sheets to the Mouse podcast. Um yeah, I guess they're funny, but I don't really approve of their language. It's not something that me and Piggy want our little tablets to be listening to. But uh Fozzie, he he loves them. I'm sorry, Mr. Iger, what what do you mean I you thought I could use the work? closing?
2: Torn down?
1: Galaxy's Edge? Now you listen here. Just because I'm a puppet, doesn't mean I'll just bend over and take it. If you tear down Muppet Vision, I'll shove more than just a hand in your butt, Bob. (laughs) I know it sounds
3: sorted, but you'll be rewarded. But at last, I am given my tools. You have to trust this deliciously squared. Be free,
2: free.
4: <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two hundred and two. Of Three Seats the Mouse. We're the podcast that likes to focus on the adult side of Disney. From the parks, to movies, to dining. We'll cover everything Disney has to offer, including their music. I'm Mikey, and tonight I'm joined by... It's 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 Adam and Maria. I can't think of anything clever. I didn't do any notes. <laughs> I got, there's no, no show notes are there. You guys are like the quarter note to my three-eighths.
0: Okay. So... We're the smaller... Pete? Are we...
4: Hmm. <clears throat> yep. Hmm.
3: <laughs> I wanted to
4: see what you was going to do. <laughs> we're, the,
0: we're, we're smaller. Yeah. Okay. So you're bigger than us. So you're more important than us.
4: I mean, I'm three-eighths.
0: Which is more than a quarter.
4: How much more? It's
0: half of a quarter
3: more than... <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
4: I was just waiting for you to dig yourself out, and I, it just wasn't I coming.
0: I am so. I mean, I know you're
4: not a. You're not a math teacher. Certainly but not. I would have thought you could have Englished your way out of that. No. Silly me. Nope. Three eighths is one eighth of an inch larger, which has than a nothing to do with the musical note. I mean, a quarter note. Yeah, no. three eighths don't,
3: like,
1: don't exist.
4: Need- there is that a 3-8 like
3: signature, though. Is that like
4: a quarter note with a dot? Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, 3-8. I think a, a quarter note with a dot might well, be a, 3 eight. There's a time signature that's 3-8. Three, 3 over 8. Yes, there is 3-8, three three which over. I think is uh, a waltz. All of our musicians no, that, no, that, right that's... now
0: are like, stopped. Just Oh, no, Stephen.
4: Stephen Cohen People, is just.
0: Yeah. People are having <laughs> aneurysms.
4: Oh, yeah. I, I can only screaming imagine uh, freaking what's going on in te- Kyle Ostrander's yeah. head right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Poor Kyle.
3: You know who ran a race with me, Mikey? <laughs> Kyle ran
4: a race with me, Mikey.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> good. Kyle's into fitness. I ran a race with you good. as well.
3: More than one. That didn't
4: count. I didn't, I didn't run. And no. Good. I'm, a more, zombie.
3: He, uh, I'm saying Kyle ran more than one.
4: Oh. Oh, yeah, well he's an overachiever. You didn't run in Greenwood. He he, he runs a race, so and then he what drinks do you think and smokes we'll do to make sure he doesn't race. get too much health out of that.
0: No, literally, that happens while he's racing.
4: Yeah, I don't see the problem. <laughs> you get to Epcot, you grab a drink if it's open. It's the rule. It is. I mean, you have to sign that when you, when you register, Maria.
3: That
0: you will Maria drink and smoke more while races,
3: you run? Or attempted to run more races than you and I have. He said attempted. He said attempted. Well, I mean, so he's I don't know not how it, wrong. How you feel about that? Right outside, she's running straight to the bus at one point. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> she was
0: Listen, what I did was not running. It was like running adjacent. <laughs> it was just not like no. She,
3: like you did the ten, no, though, thanks. right?
0: I, I mean, sure. I part <laughs> of it.
3: And I know you didn't even bother <laughs> with the half. You said, "Yep, no.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. I was like, eh, "I'm gonna." I'm just going to go for a leisurely scroll. <laughs> Pick me up. <laughs> I ran James to the, bus. Con ran the, the bus. <laughs> James Con was running faster in the
4: movie Misery.
0: Because it passed me. What'd you say?
4: I said James Conn was running faster in the movie Misery. It's like, I mean, run like Kathy Bates is chasing it, you with a hammer. That should be on a shirt. You're
0: not wrong.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Hobbling. Well, yeah. Hobbling. In the book, it was a lot worse. I didn't bother reading that Stephen King novel. Ew. She, she
3: actually he cut Ew, off his foot altogether in the book. It was an axe, not a hammer.
4: Oh, oh, God. I think I would rather have the whole thing cut off than. I don't know. This is anyway. not very Disney. Let's get no. to something that is very Disney. And musicals are very Disney. But first, what am I drinking? I don't know. You just asked what her that question, drinking? so what are you drinking, Mikey? Well, you know what? Maria talks about herself in third person using a different <laughs> pronoun, so that's a thing.
3: No, she no, didn't. No, I don't.
4: <laughs> she said mom.
3: That's,
0: no. Mom is not First a pronoun. Of all, number
3: two, oh. she wasn't talking about
4: herself.
0: No, I was talking about my mom, which was before we hit record, so.
4: <laughs> so you admit it. <laughs> Sure. Oh. What are you drinking, boy. Mikey? I made myself a, a, an honor of uh, the the upcoming sheet up and all the hosts but me going to it. I'm not. Yeah, Maria's not. Like I said.
2: Two
0: of the <laughs> hosts. Oh, is this oh. how you <laughs> tell me I'm fired? Okay, wow. cool. Oh. Fuck you.
4: No, no. <laughs> I- I'd send you a text. Oh, okay. Um, so in honor of... Uh, the RAR weekend, and I'm, I'm pining for not going there. I just went with a good old fashioned standard walk and drink. Just some Captain Morgan Silver and some Diet Dr. Pepper. It'll lead to the bottom of a styrofoam cup, but it'll get you to the bus. Maybe. Maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> when we did it
3: from um, Saratoga, it didn't make it to the bus. Well, yeah, Saratoga is. <laughs> a, there are a lot of bus stops in Saratoga, continent. though. But there are a lot of bus stops, and by the time we made it, and literally we had to cross one parking lot to make it to the bus stop, it was already eating
4: through the cup. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't take long. It's basically uh, like putting gasoline in a styrofoam coffee cup. It'll go right through it. So that's what I'm having. I'm just, I'm I'm wishing, wishing everybody well that's uh, listening to this while they're down there instead of having a good time. Or maybe they are having a good time. So you're trying to
3: say that when they listen to the show, it's not good, or they don't have fun?
4: I mean, as compared to being in Disney, um, Mm -hmm. I would hope that Disney was more fun or else we're out of a... Tim, where are you? Help me out.
0: (laughs) He's not here to help you.
4: (laughs) And he wouldn't. Adam, (laughs) He would just watch you go down in flames. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is fine.
3: Everything is awesome.
4: What What are you drinking, Adam? I just have
3: more vodka and Pellegrino. (sighs) It's that fancy water. Somebody else in the, in the groups mentioned it. No, it was me last week.
2: It was
0: not you.
3: Oh.
0: Oh, it was me last week. How you were like, oh, I have a basic drink. And, it I, and you added, and you mentioned you rattled off like the 18,000 things you put in it. No, I was like, it That's was not San basic. Pellegrino. That's
3: not... I can't pronounce that. It's fucking Italian. It looks like you pomegranate right. and, orange <clears throat> and orange San, orange San Pellegrino. So, it's...
4: Pronounced Italian. Listen three eighths.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, alright A hey, quarter <laughs> note, what do you got?
0: <laughs> uh white wine and laCroix Mango. How, uh.
4: <sighs> Wait, what?
0: <laughs> no. White no, wine she, and LaCroix Mango. It. You she combined them? I made a I made a white wine spritzer.
3: I don't think you know what that means if you think that's what that is. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
0: Listen. You have a malt You beverage. Keep using Plates that up. word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that means what you think it means. I'm so bad at accents, I can't even. Yeah, quit. that was
4: not Spanish. Yeah, no, like, not That was Spaniard no. Spanish. That was no. No. I bet you do a pretty good Andre the Giant, though. Oh no.
2: Everybody move!
4: <laughs> you are the brute squad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, that was awful. (laughs) Stop rhyming.
0: I mean it. Does anybody want a peanut?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I can see you doing what's her name's Roll better. Billy Crystal's wife? The the witch? Yes. I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. There you go. Yeah, you see, that works. (laughs)
4: He clearly, Liar! Said, Liar! He clearly <laughs> said to blave, which as we all know means to bluff, <laughs> huh you were probably playing cards <laughs> i don't i don't do jewish billy crystal at all oh, very well so. <laughs> sorry i don't <laughs> Humpdink, 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 humpdink. <laughs> not listening not listening <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, Thanks for listening, folks go... real well cozy <laughs> remarks <laughs> You're oh lucky I'm not drunk enough to do a Peter Falk. That'd be the end of it right there. Oh,
0: God, please. That's no, hysterical. I no, mean,
4: I won't do a, a drunk Peter Falk. Okay, so we got a white wine spritzer, kind of. Adam is drinking his uh, Pellegrino with vodkas. I got a walk and drink. Let's move on, because I teased what we're talking about when I said musicals. And we're just talking about songs with music, or people who wrote songs for movies with music in them. yeah. Wow. Sorry, I've got fleas. The flames, the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I told you I didn't have intro notes on this. No. Um, <laughs> you know, th- there have been great musicians that have helped write songs for Disney films, and they really help to capture the essence of the story, to to you know show the emotion. And keep things moving along better than we've done so far on this podcast. <laughs> Some names that come to mind are obviously the Sherman brothers. Anybody jump in?
0: That's the only set of names that come to
2: mind. Right? Well, also
4: Alan and Oh,
0: okay. Yes, there's a which,
3: which one. he, he so was, Collins. you know.
0: Well, Elton John. Well, Man. well, I mean, but they were. They aren't. I mean, okay. Yes, they're. they're They are composers. They're musicians, but they didn't write for movies and and musicals. Like
3: wait, what? Can you? A couple Lion King. I,
0: yes, I understand. Okay, so before the Lion King, what did Elton John compose for?
3: Nomeo and Juliet.
0: That. Those are covers of his own (laughs) songs, Adam.
4: (laughs) Also, that was after the Lion King. Yeah. Was it, it was before that. the bad one but after the good one?
0: And that's a great movie. Love that Romeo movie. Romeo and
4: Juliet? Oh, it's so good. It's cute. It is really it cute. It
0: is so cute. Oh man. And oh, great, what about
4: that great uh, covers. you know, Cover's not the book guy.
3: lin Manuel Miranda. What he said.
4: That Lynn <laughs> <laughs> Manuel Miranda Lambert guy. It's crossover. He goes country and uh Latin.
0: Hamilton. Um, this yes. country and rap.
4: Still haven't
3: watched that.
0: Historical rap.
3: Historical something.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's long.
3: I I turned it
1: on and I'm like, yeah, I can this. I started watching it and I
4: I was like, okay, I'm digging on this. And I'm looking, it's been two hours. I'm thinking, okay, when, when does he get shot? Okay, okay. And then it stops for intermission. I said, I'm not finishing this ever. I turned it off and haven't started it back up again since. So it's sort of like
3: when you first saw the Titanic and you're just waiting for the ship to sink throughout the whole first half of the movie.
0: Well, you know that comes at the end though. Spoiler alert. Yeah,
4: right, right, right. But I mean, it's all it. like, you know, when do I have to change VHS cassettes so I can finish the movie? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, my God.
4: And then do you rewind the first one before you start the second one? Or do you wait until you got to spend 20 no, minutes rewinding both of have, them? You had your own little rewinder thing because it was
3: kind to rewind. And it was supposed right, to, no, quote, unquote, I, I save I, I, the motor I, in your VCR oh, by rewinding right. it that
2: way.
4: Yeah. So you I, had little that little thing that looked how, like a car that you stuck the... Wow. How fancy oh. your family was growing oh, up. I was fancy. But my, dad would, my dad would give me a pair of pliers and a VHS tape that said, start cranking.
3: That's because you were cranking something else way too much.
4: <gasps> <laughs> That's what was on the VHS tape. <laughs> Curry is all shocked like Mikey masturbates.
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> and, and
0: as he's doing it, he's saying, Humperdink, humperdink. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and in his ear, you just hear somebody saying, "I'm not a witch, I'm your wife," just in a in a in a sweet, sexy voice.
4: <laughs> that's <a> sweet... <laughs> yep. I'm not that's... a witch, I'm your wife. <laughs> that's exactly what I th- I think of sweet, sexy voice when I think of Carol Kane. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're yep. absolutely right. Yep. My goodness, whether it's Princess Bride or Scrooge, that's exactly <laughs> what comes to mind. Is how sweet and sexy her voice is. <laughs> scrooged also a musical they tried actually they tried well no that's what the television company was trying to do was turn the the musical and then that's what billy uh, what billy murray was overseeing in the the movie they tried to make uh, the musical out of tiny tim i
0: don't think i have ever really watched that
3: movie i fell asleep oh you got it's it's got buster poindexter in it yeah okay because that's that's rude to watch a movie wasn't he in hell or something Buster Poindexter in that no, movie? No, he was one of the ghosts. I mean, oh, I thought is was he was in dead? hell. Not How
4: like do you know,
0: know he's ghost hell if he's not dead?
3: I don't know. It, it's been a while.
0: Anyway, what are we talking about?
4: <laughs> uh, we're talking about that dynamic duo, Team Lopez. Uh, Mario and George. No. No. What? no. Mario no. and Luigi. No. Different no. game. No. No. <laughs> Yeah, his name is Mario Mario, which I had this conversation with Stephanie bringing it back to Disney. I said to her, hey, what's Goofy's last name? And she got to thinking. And she th- she said, I said, no, what's Max's last name? And she says, Goof. Oh, my God, his name is Goofy Goof. <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> if I was his That's wife, funny. I would have left him and or died also if I was married to a guy named Goofy Goof. How do you ne- know that
3: wasn't his mother's name in... He was just being ahead of his time and took his mother's last name. That's fine.
4: Then she would have been named I whatever her Goofy first to be name was. Goofini. Goofy Goofini. That's that, that's his stage name. Oh, Adam. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's the great Goofini when he does magic. Dear God. You know what's magical? <laughs> The music that Disney puts in their motion pictures, animated and otherwise, (laughs) just really helps to capture the emotion and move the story right along. We'll and Robert right and along. Kristen Lopez <laughs> have really.
0: You <laughs> no, said Kristen.
3: I said uh, Kristen. Kristen.
4: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at her. Her name right here. I think I misspelled it, but it's still pronounced Kristen. Either way, um, they they've they made music for Disney here lately. Um, but where did they come from, Maria? Tell tell me about Bobby and and and. Uh, Kalo, as they call her okay. in Brooklyn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna give you a little, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a little bit of background here, and then we split this up into three separate eras, um, having to do with their career. So I'm gonna, let me, let me set the scene, and then I'll, I'll keep oh, you up to date on was the first, that Was that a uh,
4: Broadway joke?
0: Yeah, no.
3: <laughs> no. How far back okay. are we going? What? How far back are we going? What's the scene?
0: I uh, well, Kristen, Anderson, Kristen Kristen Anderson Lopez was born Kristen Anderson in nineteen seventy-two. That's where we're going. That's where we're starting. Um, so a little bit about each of them. Growing up, uh, her family moved around a lot. So, at also, we were discussing this before we started recording. This woman's Wikipedia page is so pathetic. I feel. (laughs) horrible for her because somebody seriously needs to go and edit that shit it is so sparse and so poorly written i after we're done here i might go and rewrite it because it is it's so bad anyway okay born 1972 her family moved around a lot but for a lot of the time they lived somewhere on the east coast um She first fell in love with theater when her dad took her to see a musical at the age of four. And from there, she she pretty much knew that she wanted to do something along the lines of music and theater. So when she entered college, she went to Williams College in in, uh, Western Massachusetts, and she double majored in drama and psychology. And when I saw that at first, I was like, those two things don't go together at all. But actually, they really do. They, they, drama and psychology go together really well because you have to, as an actor, understand why the person whose role you are playing would act that way or sing that way or how they would say things. So actually a psychology degree probably lent a lot of, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... Lent itself a lot to her drama degree, and yeah, maybe don't mess
4: with her Wikipedia page when we're done here. Maybe just leave it as it is.
0: Lent itself anyway.
3: What word am I looking for? Lent itself a lot to.
0: Lent it. Lent it. That's lent. what I was. I was looking for that. I was looking for lent, but I said it in the wrong space, so I had to rearrange. I had a, my f- brain farted, and so really, what happened is I just had a stroke, and so I had to like come out of the stroke real quick, heal my brain. I did. You see, this is what you didn't see happen. It was really quick. <clears throat> anyway, so um, after she graduated college, she did a couple of things. Not she didn't she really didn't do anything noteworthy. Um, mostly, and I know that because it wasn't written down anywhere. So. <laughs> well, no, I cannot tell you stage, I can't nothing. I cannot tell you how many websites I looked at and how far into Google I dug <laughs> to find something that this woman has done that was notable on her own before she got married. <laughs> And there is not like odd jobs here and there. She would be in a minor production somewhere around wherever she was living at the time. Um, But things really turned around for her in 99 when she uh, entered this theater workshop. It was called BMI Layman Angle Musical Theater Workshop. Um, And she took a class in this workshop about lyrics and how to write lyrics for a song and that's where she realized that her true calling was to be a lyricist. Um, This is also the year that she met Robert Lopez. So Robert was born in 75 so he's a few years younger than Kristen. He grew up his entire life in Manhattan, uh, fell in love with music at the age of six when he started uh, piano lessons. He had written his first song by the age of 10 Again, I don't know what the song was. It was probably fucking horrible because what 10-year-old writes a good song, but oh, I digress. Dig
3: every time I hear this, it's like, how many kids, we've all been around kids. Write a who song at the age own, of 10. Yeah, and they made up their own song and they're singing and dancing around to this whole nonsensical song. <laughs> and every time, I guarantee you, it's one of these stupid songs. Probably. You're smiling, I'm smiling, we're smiling. It's just dumb. I get it. <laughs> but your kid's not talented for making that So what, up. I'm,
0: what I'm gathering is you don't like smiling. No. You have something against it.
3: No, but nothing to do with smiling, just like that sing-songy kid thing. Yeah. All kids do that.
0: So he did write his first show opening piece at the age of 12. So, uh, orchestral Music at the age of 12. Again, I couldn't find it anywhere. I don't know if it was good or a piece of hot trash. I'm not. At 12, I'm sure it was probably trash. Um, But, you know, he had aspirations. Good on him. Uh, Growing up, he pursued music and practiced becoming a lyricist. He received a degree from Yale University. So he's a smarty in 97 for English, which he thought would help enhance his chances of becoming a playwright. Because really what he wanted to do was not only write songs, but he wanted to write the plays as well.
3: He wanted to write the books.
0: He wanted to write, yes. A book with no cover is not, is just A cover without the book? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, In 98, he went to that same musical theater. (laughs) In in 98, he went to that same musical theater workshop um, that Kristen would go to in 99. So... Robert was actually there for two years, because I guess it didn't work the first time around, so he went another (laughs) year. It didn't take. (laughs) It didn't take. Um, But in 98, he met another aspiring songwriter, Jeff Marks, who they actually were partners first before he became songwriting partners with his eventual wife, Kristen. Um, So in 99, Kristen and Robert meet. And they begin dating, while Robert begins his career as a song a songwriter and a playwright with Jeff Marks. So the two date for a few years, and they struggle to make ends meet. Kristen and Bobby, not Bobby and Jeff. Um, it's a different <clears throat> kind
3: of story, then.
0: I, well, you know, I just had to clarify. Uh, <laughs> and like I said when we were talking about Kristen, Kristen pretty much works odd jobs to pay the bills. So that Robert and his writing partner can work on some musicals that they've been trying to kind of like hash out. So she really is the backbone and the support for him when he's trying to launch his career, which, you know, is extremely admirable in, you know, my ever to be humble opinion. So, 98 to 2004 is our first era of their careers and that's what we're going to talk about so lopez and marx um collaborate on their first project together (laughs) which is called wait for it kermit prince of denmark it is a muppet parody of hamlet oh they (laughs) they write the entire script several songs They present it to the Jim Henson Company, and it is rejected because the Jim Henson Company says the script didn't have enough kid appeal.
3: It's Hamlet, I don't know.
2: (laughs) Exactly, so
0: there are a few of these songs, I immediately went to YouTube to look this up. There are a few songs on YouTube, they are not kid friendly at all they talk about killing one of the characters i mean of course it's hamlet so i was just know, gonna it, say it is yeah, what because it is. disney doesn't but, kill parents well you know but like, it's usually it's, not a
3: musical number about it
0: it is hysterically times are changing yeah it is hysterically it, i don't know how they said it was a parody of hamlet it is hysterically accurate to hamlet <laughs> It's It is. It is ha- it's Hamlet with Muppets. Well, that makes it a
4: parody. Anything yeah, with I Muppets guess so. automatically I ge- yeah, means parody. Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, but we know that anything that is uh, remotely Disney never dies. And the story and the script were actually considered in 2004 to be the next Muppet movie by a director whose name is Chris Curtin. And Chris Curtin wanted to make this a movie until he left the Disney company in 2004. (laughs) Probably what happened is he came into a meeting and he was like, here's what I wanna do next with the Muppets. We're gonna do a parody of Hamlet and it's gonna be called Kermit, the Prince of Denmark. And it has this song about killing the brother. And Disney was probably like, Uh, yeah, you're fired.
3: Did one of them get stabbed in the neck?
0: No, I don't think anybody gets stabbed in the neck.
3: Damn.
0: Uh, no, yeah, pushed off a cliff. I think. Yes. Right. I want to say <laughs> yeah. you're right. <clears throat> that's in the dad, right? The dad gets pushed off the cliff. Doesn't? Isn't the dad? It's yeah, been a while stars since like, I read Long live
4: well. the king and.
0: Yeah, and uh... okay.
4: Um, <laughs> so after
0: <laughs> after that, uh...
4: <laughs> by the way, <laughs> that's me not, falling. Not not a song written by the Lopez. Uh, couple. But uh, uh.
0: no. Yeah, yeah,
4: Mufasa's death scene, they they didn't have a hand in that.
0: No, they did not. Um so in 99, Robert Lopez and Jeff Marks begin work on Avenue Q, which is going to go on to become a pretty major, you know, success. Um I think that he had an obsession with puppets because Avenue Q is also it, puppet-based.
3: Mm-hmm. It's extremely puppet. It's all puppets. But yeah,
0: which I didn't re- like. I really did not know anything about really? this musical. I didn't until oh. I, again, looked it up tonight, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" It's very
3: interesting. It's it's funny. It's comedy. Is it's it? a lot of tongue and cheek. I thought is, it was funny. Isn't one of
0: the songs like "Maybe I'm Gay" or "What yes. If I'm Gay" or something like that? Oh, like. well, the
3: internet is for porn. <laughs> Oh <laughs> <laughs> is one of the songs.
0: Wait, it's not?
4: Yes, it really is.
0: Wait, but it's more it's for more than just porn?
4: Yeah, and podcasts are for pretentious assholes like to talk a lot.
0: <laughs> Alright, I'll wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, this
0: pretentious of... asshole won't take too much of more of your time,
3: Mikey.
4: <laughs> I didn't mean you. I
3: don't want say... <laughs> to get oh, okay. the character's name wrong. But one of I've... the characters in Avenue the Q was Lucy the Slut.
4: <sighs> I... Yeah, she was on the same corner as Oscar the Grouch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was Kate Monster. And one of the... Uh, the bleeds was Kate Monster and Lucy the Slut.
2: Oh,
0: interesting. Okay. <laughs> so, this show played off-Broadway off Broadway for a bit and then transferred to Broadway, mm-hmm. um, finally opening at the John Golden Theater in July of '03. So, finally with the success of robert's career taking off and Kristen supporting his lazy ass the entire time since 99 when they met that's the narrative i'm going with
3: well he was sticking hands up puppets so he's busy. right he was too busy he was he was busy
0: um they finally get married in 2003 and at the beginning of 04 which is where i'm going to pass it off to adam here in a second Avenue Q won the Tony Award for Best Musical and Best Original Score. And then the original cast recording was also nominated for a Grammy that year, but I don't I couldn't find if they won.
4: I don't think they they probably didn't.
0: Okay. So our newly married (coughs) dynamic duo finishes out the first part of our timeline as a musical power couple in the making.
4: Is that is that the narrative you're going with?
0: That's the narrative I'm going with.
4: He was a late. He he was you know, a lazy ass who wouldn't no. get a real job. <laughs> no,
0: I'm sure that he was incredibly hardworking, and and you I mean you have to be very persistent if, and and resilient if you are going to uh, make it in the world of Broadway and mm-hmm. being a playwright and a lyricist and a composer. So no, by no means was he lazy. Um,
4: because I'm lazy.
0: I just feel bad that there's not anything... Like, the amount that was written on him
2: oh is my God. so
0: much more than what's written on her. And and I understand that it wasn't until a little bit later that she actually started composing. Um, I don't know. I just find it a shame that there's not more of a backstory that I can tell on her.
3: I just don't think she so. had many successes until <sighs> later. Right. And I think that's what the real issue is, is that, like...
2: Right which means that
3: she's is.
0: the that which means that she's the one who said okay well I'll go get this job and I'll do this and I'll support us as best we c- I can so that you can go and do what you're passionate about at least that's what I
4: I mean she was in 13 musicals at Jupiter Theater in Florida
3: <laughs> I, Yeah off 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 off
4: off off Dude she off, was getting 50 Broadway. bucks a week though
2: that is and all the
3: meal she can eat
4: at the something. dinner theater uh, show.
2: <laughs> well, and
4: actually actually she said it was the food wasn't good.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> In the interview that I found she says, Eh, it wasn't that great.
3: Jeez. Um, <laughs> well, I mean Lopez actually got really Avenue Q put Lopez on the map and then he quickly started after launching this, they actually started writing their second musical together. Um, Jeff Marks and Lopez began working on it with Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Recipe for for success right there. It actually is one of... It was still running when Broadway shut down. Um, If you don't know who Matt Stone and Trey Parker are, these are the creators of South Park.
4: And Uh, this is... Basketball. What? Um, Basketball. I don't know what that is. They invented a whole sport and made a movie around it. I... Still don't know what that is. It had Judy McCartney in it. Still don't know what it is. <sighs> Uncultured swine.
3: Yes. So, this I am talking about is the Book of Mormon. So, there was some stuff that went on before, well, I guess while writing this because they worked on it for six years. So, this was from 2005 to 2011. Um, in 2006, Lopez collaborated with his brother Billy on some Nickelodeon project called Wonder Pets. I don't know what this is either. Oh, I do. Um, they actually were, won a Daytime Emmy Award um, with other music composers and the music di- director Jeffrey Lesser in 2008. Um, in 2007, this is <clears throat> the first known collaboration that I can find any th- information about between. Anderson, Lopez, and Lopez was Finding Emil the Musical, and he, they actually co-wrote it together. Right and this back to just, puppets. I want to say they won some sort of in-theater award, but yep, he's playing with the puppets again.
0: See? I think he has a fetish, guys.
3: But I don't think he... I think they just wrote the music. <laughs> I don't think they did much more than...
0: But puppets... Well, He's how attracted you to, do to it? puppets. That's the rumor I'm starting. I'm going so to start. Are you trying it. to
3: say Kristen is a puppet? I, listen. Is she a man or a muppet of a man? <laughs>
4: <laughs> See, that's what we got instead of Kermit, the King of Denmark, Prince of Denmark, <laughs> or yeah, whatever. You're
0: right. That is what
4: we got. <laughs> yes, we got is. Jason Siegel. And yeah, we still have Muppet Vision. And the sad
3: part is I have all this stuff on him and absolutely nothing on her so, I know <laughs> 2007 um, Lopez and Marx are still collaborating together they actually write the musical TV you know how every back in the, 90, to, in the early 2000s late 90s early 2000s to mid 2000s every every TV show had to have a musical Yep. We had Buffy the Musical. But Lopez and Marks were together on Scrubs the Musical. Yes, they were. <laughs> <laughs> Titled My Musical. Um, they won an Emmy Award nomination for the song Everything Comes Down to Pooh.
0: <laughs> I need to look this up and <laughs> I, I yeah, I need to look this up.
3: This is where Stephanie D'Abruzzo comes in and she's the one who originated the roles that we were talking about before of Kate Monster and Lucy the Slut. She guest starred in the episode. Nice. Um, he wrote another song for Bet Against the American Dream, which is featured on NPR, which This American Life. I have no Wait. idea what this one is. Um, it was supposed to be written in a Broadway show tune, parroting a little bit of the producers to illustrate a story of the real-life head fund called Magnetar. That, that pretty sounds much, like a Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, it really does. And it's spelled like a Pokemon. M-A-G-N-E-T-A-R. Yep. <laughs> yep. Give me give me the candies. Found it. <laughs> um, basically, Magnetar made millions and millions of dollars when the housing market collapsed. And... He actually won his second daytime Enemy for the Wonder Pets in two thousand and ten, and that the music all... is not
4: good. I, I don't, don't even it, know what it is. I have seen lots of episodes because I have children. It is not good. I mean, it's the, so simple. The thing because that it's for kids.
3: I win that he wins for me is that he did some work for Phineas and Ferb. He did yes. Ariel area rug for the episode Magic Carpet Ride and Fly on the Wall for the episode Fly on the Wall. Other than that, that's, like, really all I have. It, a lot of it was focused on getting Book of Mormon done, I think. And I mean, I are, can't
0: imagine how long it takes to actually, like, write well, songs. I mean, it, for. And there's uh,
3: four people collaborating on it. Right. While they're working on South Park, they're working on the musical as well. I mean, the musical well, did very well, but that went into 2011,
4: and that's Mikey's era. As for. Oh, I didn't do anything about No, I was told after 2011. Okay, so. I'll take it I ahead. didn't do the musical. Um,
3: Book of Mormon actually appeared on Broadway, um, premiered on Broadway <clears throat> at the Eugene O'Neill Theater on March 24th, 2011. Um show won a bunch of awards, won 2011 Best Musical and t- Tony Awards for uh, the Best Original Score, Best Book of a Musical. And also, again, earned Lopez a 2012 Grammy for the best musical theater uh, album. He is the youngest EGOT ever.
4: And, and what is EGOT? the Emmy. guy from uh, the second Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. No. correct. Yes, <laughs> he, he is right. No. <laughs> <laughs> Huzzah. Fuck. So,
3: an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony.
4: And he's Very twice, good. you said, right? Uh,
0: yes, I do believe he is a two-time yeah. Winner. The, the,
4: the later's were when he, uh, you know, was uh, working with his wife. I think for some of the ones I'll be
3: talking about. Fair enough. Wait, wait, wait. No, I have something for Kristen. Okay. She wrote. Uh, she co-created a musical called *In Transit*, and this was an off-Broadway that ran at 59, East 59th Street Theater. And it ran for a month.
2: <laughs> Aww.
3: <laughs> I mean, it did receive a Drama Desk Award and a Lucille Lortel Award. Oh. And it actually oh, received an- those? A- I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <art> hanging pretty- <laughs> on her walls,
4: what the fuck they
3: are. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It was supposed, to- it actually opened on Broadway in November twenty sixteen, but I, I know nothing about it. I I never even heard. of it. <laughs> I mean, it could be the next big thing of COVID, but no, probably not because that was still four years before COVID. Yeah, so. no, it was but swept really under the rug. That's really all road. I have for her. She just there's not much on her, and I at this point he has his full career and it's up and running. I just like I said, I don't think a lot of the stuff that she might have worked on. It got produced.
2: Yeah, and I think for you're right.
3: every when you think about it, for every successful musical theater person or writer, or there's billions that just don't make it.
4: And a lot of that, I think, sometimes is just the right place, right time with the right, you know, yeah. Uh, ensemble. Yeah. Well, it, it's it, there's a lot of moving parts that give you, you know, someone that's you're gonna. It, become a household name I guess I, I don't
3: agree. Know. Yeah. I'm a, i I'm a firm believer in hard work will get you very far but
4: luck plays into a lot of this absolutely yep. hey speaking of puppets and Lopez um, during his stint there uh, in, in that period he also uh, did some music for Bearing the Big Blue House on Disney Junior I don't know what the hell that is
0: oh that was a great show
4: he did the song about the clams. Just, okay. just saying. He found a way to get back into puppets. Oh. If you know what I mean.
0: So did the clams, apparently.
4: That's where he found them. He wrote a song about it. Want to hit?
3: Here go. go. Free,
2: Free your mind. mind. And the rest will follow. <laughs> Be colorblind.
0: Can I tell you that I used to roller skate on my patio to that song when I was growing up?
4: No, you can't.
0: Okay, well, I just did, so. Fuck.
4: (laughs) Gotta be quicker than that, I guess. Yep. Okay, so, picking up where Adam left off. I got nothing for 2012. That's supposed to be the end of the world anyway. Yeah, fair. Because he was busy writing for uh, what would be the mega ultimate breakout moment for him and his wife Kristen because uh, 2013 uh, they created the songs for basically um, the Walt Disney animated feature uh, Frozen and that gave them enormous success it landed the two of them uh, an Oscar for best original song as well as they got a Golden Globe Award for the same category and that song, as we all know, is Elsa's "Let It Go," that we've probably heard once or twice or forever. Yeah, I don't think I know Couple that times. song. Yeah. it's catchy. It's catchy. I think uh, it'll
0: it'll it'll be a big hit for them one day. I think. This
4: this this was the award that um, I believe got them their second, or him at the very least, the second EGOT, and uh, yeah, now I. I I mean, there's not a whole lot about, you know, hey, here's the song and here's what, you know, what it means. But I did do some digging and specifically, uh, they said uh, that when they wrote Let It Go, it kind of took place. They were walking through uh, the park there in Brooklyn and I think she was standing, Kristen was standing up on a picnic table and they were trying to, you know, kind of, uh, you know, storyboard the the song out and they got thinking okay this is where elsa's uh chased out of the village she heads up a mountain and she transforms into what in earlier drafts was the snow queen and she would still have been a villain at that point uh blue skin spiky hair i don't know look like a fucking alien and then at the end of the movie (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) Well I mean, I mean he's honestly, not wrong. He, well, well, okay. no, hang on. I can honestly I've not met anyone from Norway, so that could be an accurate representation.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. Oh my
4: god. But in the original draft she comes down from the mountain with an army of evil snowmen and basically ransacks the town. And sniffles. um what Adam? The sniffles. <laughs> the sniffles. <laughs>
3: The little, the little snow boogies. I don't know what the that snow, called. Yeah, that, that's, that's it. That's
2: <laughs> no,
0: they don't show up until uh, Frozen Fever.
1: Okay.
4: Yeah, hey, great segue. I'll get to it. Okay. Um, but uh, when they were writing the song, they specifically put the line, let the storm rage on, the cold never bothered me anyway, because whether uh, Elsa turned out good or bad, that, st- that, that song and that line could work both ways. You see, now, I heard a little bit different twist on this
3: story, that after they completed the song, that's when they decided, like, the actual storyboard and the writers decided to make her the hero, or the anti-hero, I don't know what she's considered, and not so much the villain, because the song was so strong.
4: Well, I think probably after they heard heard it, but when they were writing it,
3: that's... What they said when, in, 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 in their
4: when they were interview, writing
3: that, it, that she was
4: supposed to be a villain, right? Yes, right. But they said, um, it by putting that line into it, they felt that you know what, if we put this in there, they can't cut the song because it works either way, and, and that's why they kind of kept that line. That's that was the interview. I listened to it. I'm sorry, it was interesting. Um, it took him about a day and a half <laughs> to finish writing the whole song, and uh, they basically—and this, this is—I uh, got a kick out of this. They uh, looked to some other singer-songwriters for inspiration and just started listening to all kinds of stuff from Amy Mann, Sarah Barry Ellis, and everyone's favorite Tori Amos. Barry
0: Ellis? You mean Bareilles?
4: Oh, I didn't know who he was talking about. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I copied and pasted it. And that says Barry Ellis.
0: <laughs> it's pronounced Barellis.
4: <laughs> I didn't know who he was talking about. Well, that's pronounced wrong. Well, <laughs> it's okay. Well, I th- I thought they
3: I thought you were gonna mention meatloaf because they have kind of like a meatloaf sounding quality to some of their songs to me. Well. <laughs>
2: well.
0: That's hysterical.
4: I, I mean, I think I'm gonna that's... I'm going to call her
0: Barry Ellis from now on. You
4: should. You I, should. Yeah, I'm going that's, to. She, she, she makes eyewear. <laughs> she, oh, okay. She also made my suit, Barry Ellis. Yeah, <laughs> no. and he's drinking his vodka with that's some
3: her,
0: lemon
4: chartreuse Barry Ellis.
0: <laughs> that's her brother, Barry <laughs> Ellis.
4: <laughs> they wanted to go full emo on this and get the emotion of, like, they said, if you were in high school... Um, when when she's singing that song that would be the moment that you've worked hard you've studied you haven't gone out and then you just fail the test completely anyway you know because she's locked herself up so no one can find the powers and then you know sorcery in front of Wesselton, and then she runs away so that's why they came up with that line and kristen said um that robert wrote all the lines that sound like a drag queen
2: What? Which would be she said, what? <laughs>
4: Which um, lines? <laughs> specifically, the kingdom of isolation and it looks like I'm the queen.
0: Ah, yes. That is That was gri- his yeah. line. Mm-hmm.
4: And Robert says all of hers were the more female empowering bits like be the good girl you always have to be. That's and not stuff like empowering. That. It's not. But again, I'm quoting from Robert. And all the interviews uh, I read that they did as a couple, they Picked on each other the whole time. They and are it's really so funny. funny together. They really and they just look like normal people. Yes, like literally, they could be your neighbors.
3: It'd be really you know? loud neighbors, though. Can you imagine? Oh, I'd, I'd love it. Nope. I'm a loud guy. Because they are guy. also still the ones that wrote that, that the the, what the hell was that stupid song in Frozen One with the trolls, the rock trolls sing. Oh,
0: love's no fix
3: no fixer um, U- no, upper. Yeah.
0: Yeah, They're
4: What's still responsible that for that, too. What's wrong with that song?
0: I love that song. Ooh, it's
4: filler. That so we got a
0: few it, Yeah, it is filler, but...
3: And it kind of brings the whole... There's Every musical has one song that could be taken out of it. Every single one oh, of them.
0: Oh, I wouldn't want that taken out.
3: It's not needed, though, for storyline or plot development.
4: Ah, uh, they're, but, but they're the love experts. So they're trying to get them together, which... It's not I a mean,
3: bad comment. It's just you—you you can go through almost every musical and choose one song to remove, and there's always one that Maria, won't change him. the theme of the movie or the show at all. Tell him, Maria. Tell him. No, she thinks I'm right. That's no, <laughs> no you're no, not right no, at all. You are t-
0: actually very wrong, and I'm gonna stab you in the neck the next time I see you.
4: It's that's, okay. thats not what I was getting at. I was just Thanks. looking Thanks that for. Thanks for getting you're me killed, Mikey. I appreciate you.
0: I'm gonna send my domesticated bear over to your house to shank you in the
3: neck. Well, then your domesticated bear better find his fucking own way to the fucking airport then. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I didn't well, mean it! technically... <laughs> technically, if he waits until after you get him there... Uh, do, if he's smart, he'll shank you the bef- last day before you come back home. Um, it, Still our car to the airport. Just saying.
0: <laughs> I'll let you he have your ha- vacation, and then as soon as you arrive...
3: I have to grab his bag off the fucking carousel because he's not. I'm. He's using my bag credit.
0: All right, you survived to Adam, live another day.
4: good job. That is excellent planning on your part. You cannot be murdered this time. The butler did not do it. There was no candlestick. No, the domesticated bear tried to do the it. Domesticated you didn't hear what bear. Said. And you know what? He got caught in a domesticated fucking bear trap. I okay, love that you called so. Todd
0: a domesticated bear.
4: <laughs> well, you called him that first. No, I did not. Did. Yes, didn't. you
0: did. You no, started I did it not. on the last episode. Nope. nope. False. Prove it. <laughs> I mean, we would me. literally show just me. go back
4: and listen, show but me the video. we're not going to listen to <laughs> our <me>. own talk. <laughs> 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 show me the tape. Whitney a <laughs> cheap. That's what right this is starting to sound like. <laughs> Oh, after its release, the soundtrack to Frozen went on to climb the Billboard Music Charts, and in January of 2014, it hit number 1 and became the first Disney movie soundtrack to hold that spot for consecutive weeks since The Lion King did 20 years earlier. The key is consecutive because some of them like hit number 1 and fell and hit it and yeah. fell and you know. And and Beyoncé really disrupted this or tried to and, you know, it didn't. They, they no they that went back and forth. Because she oh, had a surprise album that just dropped on iTunes that, that same Lemonade. I,
2: Year.
0: Uh,
4: you, I don't know if that's have, how
0: it sounds. So I've never heard the. I've yeah, never heard
3: right. So I'm like, you can nope. you can hum into you can fart into the microphone, and I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, yep, that's Beyonce's my new song. Beyonce <laughs> died
4: when she left Destiny's Child. <laughs> say my name. Say my name. Is that down? You're Acting kind of shady and calling me baby. <laughs> they couldn't pay her bills. Why are you running games? <laughs>
0: She said, can you pay my bills? And they said, not really, bitch. Get the fuck out. <laughs> so she did.
4: I mean, she did
3: okay for herself, I well, guess. And Paul <laughs> I mean, Kelly Rowland is sending texts using Excel in that music video.
2: Stop. <laughs>
3: if you look at it, she's typing into a spreadsheet. It's no. so bad. There's a video. I, gotta go back and I forgot, look at it now. I oh forgot which music video it is, but you can see it looks like a freaking spreadsheet that she's trying to text oh on. Nobody's God, ever looked
4: like that. <laughs> that's just someone got a st- stock picture or something and put that in there. <laughs> yep. Damn it. Whoops. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of Excel, uh, shortly after releasing Frozen, Disney released the shorter animated film Frozen Fever has nothing to do with Excel and it (laughs) featured another original song by Robert and Kristen making today a perfect day Uh, they were however not involved with the music for Olaf's Frozen Adventure holiday special that came out after that I don't remember any of these things I have not seen Frozen Fever. I have listened to uh, one of the songs from Olaf's Frozen Holiday Special because I looked into adding it to my Christmas lights last year and decided this is really not good. It just wasn't good at all. It was not good. He just walks around to these different people asking them about how they celebrate uh, Christmassy stuff because they're all different from different cultures. Tell me what your family
0: does at that time of year.
4: That's the one. Love it. No clue. No clue at all.
0: I love that short. It's so cute.
3: That was the short that everybody get angry about, though. I want to say. Why? Everybody gets angry about because everything because it was very long and it was thrown in front of another movie. And oh, had to it and go, was short. Oh.
0: um. Oh shit. Uh. Fuck! I want to say it was like Moana or something.
3: It was something, but because people, people were, were going
0: just to see the short. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously staying for the movie as well, but they just wanted to see the short. Like that's why but they it. But it wasn't tickets. a short,
3: it's like twenty or thirty minutes.
0: You right, yes. You are it's correct. It's a little...
3: Why are people mad? They got a movie in a third. Or um, at least three eighths. Okay, it's hard enough to probably get a kid to sit through a short in a regular movie.
0: <laughs> right. Now well, add
3: another twenty minutes onto and that time period. You
0: you the runtime is just the main feature. So when somebody said, when a runtime is 90 minutes and the movie starts at 3.30, you expect to be out by five. That's not what was happening. So Disney finally pulled it. Sounds uh,
4: like people just need to lighten the fuck up. Have yeah, a drink, I it, Karen.
3: Because I just, no, I understand it.
0: Oh, it was before, it was before Coco.
3: That, that doesn't fit well, before you that know movie. What? That, well,
0: that's actually it was an the excellent time of segue. Year. It was the time of year.
3: I get it, it, but you have a Christmas in front of a...
4: Day of the Dead. No, Frozen Fever wasn't Christmas. It was... I don't know what it was. It was no, we're we're not talking Frozen, Frozen? freezer. Uh, oh. The holiday one was... The okay. Frozen Fever's yeah. short.
3: The holiday one was put in front of Coco. I've never seen him. Right. You've never seen Coco?
4: No, the Frozen oh. Fever or the holiday... Listen... Lopez has had nothing to do with the holiday travesty. However, how do you follow up the award winning and what is on paper and by the numbers one of the greatest soundtracks in Disney history? You write the title song for a far better movie that Disney virtually abandoned. What? Coco! They like, how was like that the abandoned. They, there's not, I, I just I think that they just kind of stopped. They stopped like with it's, all their movies. They didn't stop with Frozen.
3: That was the only one they didn't... <laughs> that was the only one they didn't stop with, though. But I the problem was through. it didn't make Frozen numbers.
4: Well, that that's a yeah. damn shame. And you know what? That, that, we, we've had this discussion many hosts ago. That's on Disney for not marketing that thing right and a shitty release date.
3: It was their big Christmas movie.
4: Just saying.
0: Well, but I think that that, it goes to... Then that's
4: why they had Frozen. Correct. How do you, where do you do the things you do on this time of year movie? Well,
0: and that's why, so they they thought that it was not going to pull in the numbers, and that's why they put Mm -hmm. Olaf's Frozen Adventure at the beginning of it. Yeah. And then people were pissed because, again... I'm at the movie theater way longer than what I'm thinking I'm supposed to be. And so they finally pulled it. But Coco, that, I mean, that is some of the most beautifully animated. That's, uh, the scenes are spectacular. The colors are spectacular. They did that movie no justice at all.
3: Thank you, Maria. The the last, the only movie they've done justice to recently is Frozen. Name another movie... (laughs) either like five years before that or five years after that that they did something for, quickly.
0: Oh, nothing since Lion King.
3: Right, and so Lion maybe King, we'll, what, we'll but, get... And Lion King wasn't all that quick. If we had a stage show, that's not much.
4: I mean, that's literally all you've really yeah. kind of had. Really.
0: Well, I mean, that's all that Frozen really has. Really? I mean, the, well, right away... Lion it King had, was a critical success. The I, the I song, think Frozen... the the uh, soundtrack was a major success. But I but nothing is ever pushed until it is
4: successful. I don't know, man. They were I they were putting Star Wars on everything when that fucking.
3: But no, but Star uh, Wars has a past history of being
4: successful. I know it, but right. BB-8, so. oranges, really. It worked.
0: Orange is the new R two.
4: Well, a little bitty the cuties Orange were sold in a Black. little pouch that had a BB eight on the. But they also did that with Toy Story. Yeah, I know it, it's. <sighs> so in, now Coco the, the Lopez is 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 only did one song. Lopez, the, lo, the 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 Lopez. Lopan? No, Lopan. Nope, different movie. New movie. <laughs> that had the good Russell in it. Yes, it did. <laughs> That's such a great movie. <laughs> so, it was a fucking great movie. It had Kim Cattrall from Mannequin. And, and the guy with the lazy eye from. Uh, everything? The Golden Child.
0: From everything?
3: She's <laughs> <laughs> the only one actor with the lazy eye that I know of. Like, off nah, the top Forrest of Whitaker.
4: my head. <laughs> <laughs> he Kermit. <it. laughs> <laughs> that was somewhere between Kermit and Pee Wee. So yeah, they only did remember me from Coco, which, to be honest, though, if I was going to listen to one song, it's going to fuck me up every time. I think that's the only one. Uh, it gets me at the end with... Uh... Come on, Coco. I just, I can't. I can't. I just can't. I fucking cannot. But Can you? I cannot. No. No, sir uh when they were writing that again now most of the songs in there were by composers franco and molina but remember me uh was the only one that guess what won an academy award for the lopez's again and an annie award and a critics choice award it did not get the grammy um originally the song remember me was put together uh when they wrote it they were like okay we want to we want to write one song that can tell two different stories uh, so when you first hear it, it's a bit flashy and kind of has a Casanova vibe to it because De La Cruz is uh, who's singing it. But then later you realize that it's actually that that lullaby that Hector uh, sings, you know, to his daughter. And it, it's, it, it's a whole different meaning then. And uh, they said they got that idea because when... Uh, they would travel away from their own children to work on movies and smile and wave for award shows and you know do junkets and stuff like that they'd have to have their own uh, care team you know back home taking care of the kids while they did this so that's kind of where the inspiration for remember me came from and that that's it's it's a great it's a great flick a great great song i wish they did more of the other music in there but it all does kind of fit um, the rest of the music is kind of just, it doesn't help tell the story so much as it's just, uh, I, I think they're to make it a musical. And it's still its still good, but Remember Me is, is the one that just moves the plot along, I think.
0: Um, have you ever heard the rendition that they play at the end credits?
4: Yes. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Yeah, that's one. got that more classical guitar, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's and... a little
0: bit more upbeat, but it's not Casanova-ish and right. it's, no, it, it's, it's It's very much mm, kind of like a soft pop. I'd it, like it a lot. I I like that version a lot. It's probably my favorite of the three.
4: I, I, I like that, but I, I think, honestly, I like Un Poco Loco better, even though they didn't do that song. It's fun. That's, that's a very fun song, and if you... It's just, it's, yeah. I really get a kick out of Un Poco Loco. That's, it's a hoot. Um... So, moving forward though, when Disney makes a shit ton of money on an IP, what do they do with it? Maria.
0: They make more of that IP.
4: Fucking ain't right they do. That's why we've got like 16 Toy Stories. So, uh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. I know, that's the four. So the bad. only bad one is four. I, that's the one I like. No. He did that movie. I like oh. one and so- four. Four I like one terrible. 104. 4 is Well, I awful. like it not for the story. I like it because of how far the... Anim- Adam and I have had this conversation, how far okay. the animation has come and how it almost Ugh. looks photorealistic throughout the whole thing I still almost. hate
3: it. It's such a bad plot. It doesn't make sense. And
4: no. It, yeah. But damn it to hear Woody and Buzz talk again. I guess I can go by my own Just toys.
0: replay one of the first three movies. You can hear them talk anytime you want. Except for the
3: third one. Never watch the third one.
0: Oh, the third one's okay.
3: Nope. It's alright. Nope. It's too not, sad.
0: It's oh oh, it's gut wrenching, but it's yep. not a hot piece of trash like four.
3: No. No, I can't watch the third I only watch the third one once. I will not watch it again.
0: Four needs to be erased from Pixar
3: History. Four doesn't need it again. Didn't need to it, happen. It's not nec- it didn't need to happen. Nope. Oh we thought we had a really good story. No you didn't. No. Anyway. <laughs> We digress.
4: No, no. Listen, we, we digress all the time. And I, for me, the best part of four was was Buzz trying to take the reins and 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 handle the shit to get Woody back for a change, instead of Woody always being the one. And then Woody's like, "Begone." I got some uh, ceramic And
3: then they were able to run. run around with people awake and around. The, it just, no. No. Nope. No, no,
4: no. And they, Woody they... hops on a toy truck and uses it as a vehicle, and it doesn't react to him like a toy does because that toy is fucking dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. It doesn't come to life when he gets on the back of that toy truck and rides across the playground. It just remains inert. There's, Like I said, there's a lot of problems with Toy Story 4 a lot you know what doesn't have a lot of problems Frozen 2 Electric Boogaloo it's a fucking lie
2: <laughs> I didn't
4: I never I only watched it once I was pretty drunk on
3: a cruise ship I like not Frozen 2 lie. I like the mu- I'm not good
4: I like the music better than Frozen <laughs> 1 let let me stay on topic and get through this otherwise I'll go I off on I a tangent I said I the music better I know you did and
3: that's on topic
4: no, I'm, I'm just, I just got to get through this because if I go off and talk about things opinionated, I'll get hate mail at three sheets to mouse or call and let me know that I'm wrong at four hundred seven, nine six, four six, nine eight. So once again, the Lopez couple were tapped to write the songs for the world of Arendelle. And this would be the first musical sequel that Disney animation ever had done. so saith the Bob Lopez.
0: Oh. You're right.
3: Mm. Well, the first major
0: no, the first major release. First
3: m- released cuz they they did a whole bunch of direct to video in the 90s, 90s right. yeah,
0: but nothing that was sure. released no. in theaters.
4: And uh the directors met with them to kind of uh, outline what their vision was and they basically said we're going to redo Frozen and it's going to be darker and more mature telling uh, of the story and that's kind of where the direction of their creativity went Um, for the powerful um, song that you know basically Frozen 2's Let It Go which is Into the Unknown Uh, Into the uh, Unknown
0: There you go now you can continue. Go
4: ahead. You put the no in into the unknown. Oh Maria. damn! Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm.
3: that's that's
4: not nice. Now you think of that song. What what does it open up with? What do you hear first? The siren's voice. Yeah, don't don't embarrass yourself. You're right, no. Adam. <laughs> so that? I, when I when I did research on this, um, that I went on a, a long click hold on those four notes. Uh, basically that uh, what, what I call it like an ethereal call kind of and, and you're right the siren call Adam That's that, that also fits um, and it runs kind of through the whole song it actually um, is drawn from two sources first off it is uh, basically what they call a dies irae which is a 13th century Gregorian chant mm-hmm. that the Catholics would use specifically during funeral services hmm Uh, translated Dies Irae from Latin means the day of wrath and obviously it's very dark coming off right off the bat there and that same melody is used in a lot of horror and drama films uh, to evoke a mood of doom or sadness because it's usually done in a lower octave and the notes it's like an F E F D so when you hear F and E together it it just kind of mentally you don't, it's, it's one of those things that we don't like the way they sound together I, thought, so, I think it's really pretty. <laughs> I'm well, okay. In in Frozen two, they take it <laughs> no, up way No, but there's high. another one. There's a
3: very famous one, and I can't think of who did it. But it, it's one of the most beautiful pieces of music that I've heard. It, it's it's a style of song.
4: Yeah. Pretty well, much. And it's 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 the opening credits of The Shining. That's what you hear. That helicopter shot, you know, over the uh, over the forest. Um, it's. Uh, listen like there's a click hole it is in freaking everything and uh what makes it work really well in frozen 2 is they took it up to like that super high octave and got a norwegian singer named aurora uh to let her give her take on it and it's this um kind of a calming sound k-u-l-n-i-n-g which is what the uh, shepherdesses used to do back in ancient Europe to call their their cattle. They would have their heads of cattle would be trained to respond to a specific song that would be sung by the shepherdess and they could sing that song. And wherever their cattle were, because all the cattle would like graze together, they could sing that song and they would separate themselves. So what you've got is this little this ethereal tune um, but it's sung so high, and there's this this echo put behind it, and it's you know got that uh, wispy kind of siren's call, like Adam had said, and that's basically uh, to symbolize Elsa heeding the call, basically.
2: Well,
3: from it's Atahama. also sporadically spread out through a lot of the other songs on the soundtrack. It's not just featured in that song.
4: No, it's, it's not, but that's the first time we hear it, is when she goes running through town to chase it down, and then she does her magic thing, and all hell breaks loose. Oh, also, the
3: most popular series that I can
4: think of is Mozart's
3: Requiem. Yep, that's the other one. That, well, I mean, there's like, there's thousands. It goes all it the way back like to the, the silent super, movies. Like if, if, if you
4: think of that, if
3: you hear that piece, you would know what it
4: is. Musical scholars, which, again, we're gonna, probably going to get some shit from the guys in the group. <laughs> um... Can probably go on and on and on about how frequently it gets used in stuff because no, I mean, it, there's only but, so many themes in
3: music that you can use
4: to begin right, with so right there's only so many notes and you can only move them so many different ways you're you're right um but that that's what they chose to go with i i got to thinking reading up on it and hearing how they would sing the song and the cattle would come run it reminded me of playing uh legend of zelda ocarina of time and calling the horse on your it's basically the same theme, though. When a you think coana. about it. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, ah, I get it now. <laughs> Never could remember which buttons to push to call that heifer. That's or a guess cow. Nag, nag. That ball busting <laughs> nag. To quote John Candy, <laughs> may he rest in peace. Heifers <clears throat> or cows. But really, the most important song to me on that soundtrack uh, we got from Robin and Robert and Kristen, not Robin and Christart. Uh, would have. Would, for me, it's lost in the woods. Uh, the '80s power ballad. This is I the other know. song that needs it, to it, go. It is love or hate, and I fucking loved it. I love, love the song. Too. I
3: enjoy. Here's the thing: I like the song. It makes no sense in the movie.
4: There's a story about that. Wanna I hear know. It? I I heard it. Well, I'll get it wrong. Give me a chance. Um, because I read most of the article. Um, I guess they were. Uh, read through the screenplay and they found the moment there where Kristoff is left alone in the woods and he, he's not familiar with the woods and he's just trying to make sense out of he's been trying to propose to Anna for basically the whole fucking movie at this point spoilers uh, which I say after I reveal it so they thought well how do you get a guy does <laughs> this, this man's man like Kristoff to sing and show any emotion and they came up with the fact that they would do it like all men sing um an 80s hairband ballad because they were all full of emotion. And according to Robert, men singing with emotion hasn't been the same since. The 80s, I guess. He's obviously never heard of the Foo Fighters. (laughs) Um, Johnny Cash and Hurt.
0: The Foo Fighters were after that. Oh, that that
3: was Trent Reznor.
4: Well, he wrote it, but... Well. Yes. Yes. Boy, you just took it really dark, Adam.
3: Well... Because now I'm hearing it in
4: my head. I'm sorry, but here's the thing. I
3: just This song does not fit in this musical. Sorry. It's a fun song.
4: Doesn't make sense. When it all came down to it, they said this was their apology to the fans of Jonathan Groff from Frozen 1 who only got to hear him sing Reindeer are better than people. And in this one, you have... um, when the reindeer are singing the backup tracks oh, in the song so and you got that queen thing going on that is all Jonathan Groff singing 18 different tracks of his own backup vocals so they say that's our apology you now have 18 Jonathan Groffs in Frozen 2 singing which I didn't know what the fuck a Jonathan Groff was I literally until I saw Hamilton I was like hey he needs a bib Now the Frozen 2 soundtrack did manage to hit number one on billboard music charts, did not do as well uh, as the original Frozen soundtrack, but it was the first soundtrack to an animated film to hit number one since the original soundtrack, Frozen. And Into the Unknown was nominated for a whole lot of awards, but it didn't win any because just bad timing on the release because it kind of went up against another musical and it couldn't hang with the likes of Elton John and The Rocket Man.
3: I mean, I enjoyed the songs better in Frozen Two. I, mean, I think there's more feeling in a lot of them. The um, and just that's the exactly next, why I didn't. The next good thing, whatever it is, is a hard song. The next right song. thing, that hated song, it. I like that song a lot. Hated it. I, I really I enjoyed that. I don't
0: like it. It's a at rough all.
3: song to listen to because it's I a hard song to listen to, and it's not. not but it makes you feel a certain
4: way. It's like "Lost in the Woods." I could have heard on the radio. It's hard I to listen to because she's crying the whole time. And it's but just like it's, God bless. It, it's I more mean, of a Broadway Should I donate money song. to a dog shelter or what, Sarah? Are you done?
3: <laughs> I told you, don't, don't get ev- me going on this. Don't ever go to Broadway, Mikey. You will hate every minute of it. It's not because on list. every song with any kind of emotion is sung that way because they, they have to emote through the song. And there's crying, and there's Les Miz. I think everybody cries at one point in, in, in every song.
0: I cry tears of joy when it's over.
4: I nope, hate Nope, that's that just m- called intermission. You got to come back oh, and finish.
0: God, I hate that musical. All right,
4: so then me and Maria are not going to Broadway
0: No, I love, I love most Broadway shows. Les Miz is not my jam.
4: Closest I get to Broadway down here is a fucking school play. And then, I, thought, I mean, depending on the age, you've got a bunch of kids crying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even in the script. <laughs> That's just Tommy pulled somebody's hair and Susie peed. Which you think would be funny. We
0: had, uh, before everything shut down last year, we had our spring musical um, like preview at school like a week or two before everything shut down. And the poor child in front of the entire school, forgot his lines, Hmm. stood there for about 10 seconds, looked around, and walked off stage. (laughs) Just like, he was just like, fuck it, I'm I'm out.
4: (laughs) He says, fuck it, we'll do it in post.
0: (laughs) And then, I don't know, I don't know what happened, they just went to the next scene. Like, I
3: don't. They just cut. Yeah. I think the worst school play I was in is that somebody mistook a cue and we jumped from the first act to the second act in two minutes because somebody started saying the wrong lines to, see, to the act to act two by getting the cue wrong oh so that was fun and then we had to re, kind of rewind the play somehow it was really interesting <laughs>
4: in elementary school we had uh, a little concert thing with uh, the flutophone which I think is a name brand of a recorder. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we all got to do that, and I remember one of the guys who was kind of a bully and thought he was a badass. I mean, he's he's twelve, so he wasn't any of that on the but... fucking
0: fluteophone.
4: Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, he like... pissed his pants. He was so nervous, and and he was wearing like slacks, oh khaki slats, and they were all dark brown down his. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> suck that, David O'Terry. Watch him be the the, the the fourth lister in Arkansas, and he's gonna come kick my ass now. No, you, that's what you get for picking on billies
2: <laughs> Yeah,
4: well, incontinent bastard. Um, most recently, these some bitches—they've been uh, working on on the WandaVision uh on the D- Disney Plus. There, uh, they composed basically all the uh, opening themes, and in one episode, a kind of mid-roll. <laughs> opening theme um only like two of the openers didn't have any lyrics so you didn't hear Kristen or Robert sing on those but they're basically on all the other tracks doing uh, a lot of the singing um now specifically one of the episodes missing tracks uh, is from it's supposed to look like it takes place in the early 2000s the the aughts as it were and it's the one that sounds like the office um And during an interview, Kristen said, yeah, there's no lyrics in that because basically in the early 2000s, uh, production companies decided not to have songwriters doing intro songs to their sitcoms and stuff, so that's why we didn't do one for that. But then uh, they also, uh, like I said, did one kind of in the middle, which would have been the Agatha All Along song, which actually was the only other song that... um, Kristen Lopez didn't sing because that was the actress of Agatha Catherine Hahn. Hahn. Hong? No. Hahn. Back to Lopane again. Uh, Catherine Hahn did all the singing for that, for, for her song. That was her her business there. And then uh, Robert Lopez did backups on that. Uh, interestingly, my favorite song was the one from Malcolm, uh, well, not from Malcolm in the Middle, but it sounded like Malcolm in the Middle, that really poppy, punky kind of song. Uh, the one where her hair is all messed up for the whole episode. I think it's the Halloween episode.
3: No, the Halloween episode, she gets dressed up. The uh, uh, one that she her hair is all messed up for the whole entire episode, but she just sits on the couch all day.
4: Okay, yes, that one. That was the one that starts out, and it sounds like it's from Malcolm in the Middle. And the uh, singing on that actually has Kristen Lopez and the original Riot girl, Kathleen Hanna from mm-hmm. Bikini Kill.
3: The the one that gets
4: trapped in my head is WandaVision,
3: One WandaVision, Vision." No reason why. Yeah, that's like episode two, I think. I. But every once in a while, just pop in and say hi, and then go away.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Robert mentioned that there was kind of a joke. Hey, let's write a song that only has one word. (laughs) Well, that's what it was back in the day, and yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I I think they were able to basically blend all these different television shows that you know Wanda would have grown up watching reruns of on their DVD player um mm-hmm. and and kind of you know spoof them and get really close like I mean Agatha all along fucking just about sounds like it is the monsters with different yes. lyrics. Like it is so close. It's
3: really close. Uh, but the whole thing is it's all written with a certain key. And exactly. certain notes are always repeated in each song.
4: Yep which That's, is
3: really cool when you think about song crafting and the,
4: the aspect of that where there's always that link to the
3: first song is gonna link to the last song.
4: It reminds me of the uh, uh, the Sherman Brothers and the It's a Small World, that you're dealing with different nations and different languages, but it all blends together as you're going around.
3: But that, the theme doesn't change. Like the theme of the song doesn't really change and the feel of that song never really changes.
0: I have not seen a stitch of WandaVision.
4: You are fired. Okay. There you go. Hang on. Let me new chat. Adam, what do we call it?
0: (laughs) The one without without Maria. Maria.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's like a Winnie the Pooh story.
0: (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, nobody mentioned that they did Winnie the Pooh in 2011.
4: Well, that wasn't mine to cover, and I thought I was only up till 2010. I there you might go. because too Yeah, I know. And I said, so I'm 2011 to 20 now. And she says, no, 2012. And I was like, okay. That's where I got confused. So the trash sheep I... has spoken. You don't know, watch the Fraggles? That's the deity that they all worship. <laughs> That's
0: the second time you've called me a trash sheep.
3: <laughs> yes, I know. It and
4: it's a term of endearment. No.
3: Oh, yeah. It sounds like it's really endearment the way you say mm-hmm. it. The trier sheep has spoken does not sound like a term of endearment. <laughs> nope.
4: <laughs> Fun fact hmm. both of the Lopez's daughters, both of the daughters Lopez, uh, provided voice work in Frozen. Shocking. One of them was young Anna. And uh, the other was a troll. Okay. And then Kristen, speaking of Pooh. Christian Lopez voiced Kanga in the film. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the the boys love... She has a
3: credit. Yes,
0: she does. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The boys used to love that Winnie the Pooh movie. Um, It played very
4: often in our house. But then that new Pooh came out. That is the new poo. It is the new one. Is it? I thought that was the the, the new animated one.
0: No. She
4: the, the, the live action poo um, with the, just the stuffed animals?
0: The that move
4: and talk? The one The Teddy Ruxpin's?
0: No. The one that they did, if I'm not is mistaken, the is the one that um Zoe De Chanel is singing the
4: Not helping. Just gonna say it right now. You can keep talking, it's not gonna help.
0: <laughs> well, I, now I have to look it up. I
4: haven't seen it.
0: Aw, it's You're, so cute. I mean, cute.
4: is it the one where the animals come to life, or is this an animated one? It's animated. Okay, see, I was right. The new Pooh is the one that you and McGregor joined. It's got Obi-Wan in it, right? Oh,
0: yeah. No, that's not this one.
4: Okay. What, is that called Winnie the Pooh, though?
0: No, that's called Christopher called. Robin.
4: Christopher Robin. Yeah, that's not, not a Winnie the, the... Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, but it's not, mean... not a Winnie the Pooh movie. Yeah, I mean... It's not... It's not <laughs> <movies>. <laughs> They can call it Christopher Robin, but it's still a poo movie. <laughs> also, they have an unreleased song that was cut from the Wreck-It-Ralph 2 flick. Ralph breaks the internet. Okay. Yeah, I could find nothing else out about it. Like, it, when I say it got cut, it got cut, deleted, Not a. It's that's out there somewhere. I like Penelope's uh, song in Wreck-It-Ralph 2. <laughs> I think it's funny. (laughs) Yes, about singing into water. Yeah. She's trying to sing into it. And you would think that would be what they did, but but no. I mean, now if you look at like. No, it's not their style. No. If you look at Robert Lopez on IMDb and see all of his credits as a uh, songwriter, it's just a whole lot of let it go because every time it gets used in anything, he gets credited for it. Mm-hmm. So it well, shows that's up. That's right. why IMDb is really hard to pay attention yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, it 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 like it just shows up every like, oh my god, why did he? He was in the Oh no, it was just because they used "Let It Go" at some point in the movie, or in the TV show, or on the fucking late night talk show, or something like that. Now he has done some work with late night talk show, and he has put together some songs and and just you know little bitty stuff. But you know, got to pay the bills in between your Frozens, I guess. Well, I don't
3: think Frozen Two did quite as well as they wanted it to either. And I mean, didn't. they work on the musical as well? Yes. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> sure did. I don't know. I. Th- I think didn't, that was your get there. spot, Mikey. Probably. Because <laughs> that was after Frozen. Which the only memorable song that I have from their entire musical is that was new was the Higa song.
2: <laughs> you see? <laughs> I love that song.
3: <laughs> Everybody does, but that's the only, like. And I kind of like Show Yourself. No, that's not the right one. Show Yourself was part of Frozen 2.
0: Yeah.
4: Yes, that's that weird one. I mean, it just, the the, the tempo shifts on it when she sings it. Um, there are
0: so many things wrong with the stage production. I, I, there's, yeah.
4: It was weird. It was
0: fucking forest. Mouse well, they were supposed to. They had to replace thi- I, the trolls. Like, what the? F- Why do they have tails? Why, Why do not? they have tails? Long tails. Have you ever
4: seen a troll before?
0: The a, a troll with a tail? Nope, I have not. It's the mountain people. They're not called trolls.
4: Yeah, they were mountain people. You're right. Yeah, it's I just fucking weird. They were just reusing costumes from cats.
0: I think it, so. With moss. It just,
3: it just was. It just, I don't know. It didn't connect right to me. Yeah, it the was... Mu- the new songs were missed. It was hit or miss. Some of them were really good, but I can't... There's none that's truly memorable.
0: Here's here's what I don't like about Frozen 2, going back to that.
4: The movie, not the, the mo- stage. Yes, yeah, the
0: movie. The, okay. Frozen Fro- 2 is frozen, not Frozen,
3: a- the stage show, was just Frozen. Yeah. The stage. Thing. Yeah. On Broadway. Okay. So
0: here's what I don't like about Frozen 2. The musical. 2. The ethereal voice... High <laughs> ...is supposed to be... Elsa and Anna's mother, calling Elsa to the wherever the fuck, Atahara, okay?
3: Atahaland. Atahaland. It's not a fucking desert. Whatever. Atahara.
0: Sahara, Sahara, <laughs> Atahala. <laughs> <Atahara>. Maharaja. <laughs> Maharaja. Jungle Trek. That's track. a jungle trek. <laughs> and then there's oh, like the really oh, oh. mist trail Dio. as well. The,
4: yeah. 15 bucks, little So, man.
0: I don't like... So if they wanted that to be, if they wanted that voice to be the mother, they should have used Evan Rachel Wood's singing voice she for that. that, but no, they used fucking Aurora, I don't even right. know who the from, hell she is. She,
4: she is a Norwegian singer-songwriter. Yeah, okay, so they mm-hmm. used
0: this bitch from Norway, there go our Norwegian listeners. Well, no, I think I already I, handled that.
4: And
3: I don't. What do you call them, blue people? Yeah, do you right. not remember that? <laughs> with <aliens>. spiky
0: hair, <laughs> with ice hair. I just don't like. And yeah. then all of a sudden, it's supposed to be your mom. Because then the mom shows Maybe up. Maybe Disney when her mom has dies.
3: done that. Wait, 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 stop! Disney has done that with multiple actresses, actresses, and singers throughout
4: all their. movies.
0: I know, and it's fucking but annoying when they do Ward it.
4: Did seeing the lullaby ballad at the beginning. When the North Wind meets the sea. I've heard this music this so fucking many times.
3: I don't I hate love the music
4: to it. So. I love it. Sorry, I really don't hate the music. Mm-hmm. to I'm like um, Frozen too. Lost in the woods, and I'm okay with uh, when I'm older.
0: Oh, that's a good one that too. One. That's the that's Olaf. The, the Olaf
4: song, but only because he goes full just, meme and beginning. everything's on fire, and he says, "This is nice." I don't This is okay Or in the middle In great. the middle I'm not Oh a, no he's not Josh Gad. But he's there because of the Book of Mormon
3: I understand that but I just don't think No
0: he's eh, there because he of Avenue Q.
2: Because
3: I I don't know anything puppets. about Josh
4: he, he You know what though uh, He was the president's son on that sitcom on ABC
0: that What in God's name are you talking about?
4: Josh Gad
0: Was a president's son?
4: Yes. On ABC. Yes, it was a sitcom. Scandal. No, Nope. I want to think it was called. Was it called Sixteen Hundred Pin? I don't know. I don't oh. know, I, did, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. And, and he was the bumbling buffoon of 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 a, basically he was the black sheep, and it had Bill Pullman in it. God rest his. No, oh, it's Bill Paxton. Not Paxton. Bill yeah, Pullman's dead. He didn't make it. Wait, Pullman.
3: You know, Bill Paxton's who dead. Who was the
4: president in what? Bill Paxton's
0: dead.
3: I don't know. I never know this, so Yeah. What?
4: The, the, yeah. No
0: he's not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Bill Paxton's dead.
4: St- stabbed in the neck.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. He died after open heart surgery. Oh, poor Bill Paxton. That's why I haven't seen him in anything for a couple years.
4: Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yep, the sequel to Twister ain't, ain't in production no more. Oh man. Helen Hunt says, I'm not working without my Billy. That sucks. They can't even get Dusty back. Nope. I fucking half the cast of Twister's dead. Terrible. So yeah, they lost a song in Record Ralph. Uh so like but they do have um in in production Disney's take on Jack and the Beanstalk called Gigantic. They're doing that the, was cancelled. Uh, it shows us 2022. It's I don't gone. know. I'm just, it's just been, going with it's it. It's been canceled. Okay. Yeah. That- Everything i has that. said, that's, that's been canceled. Probably because BFG didn't do very well. No. They just couldn't get the storyline to work.
3: Which
0: is I mean, really it's written a hundred times. Because that actually sounds like a really cute one.
3: Right? You heard that
4: too, though, right? I'm not
3: making that up. That, that gigantic has been... Yeah, since 2017.
4: <sighs> I, I mean, I heard that it got... Pushed because of Wreck-It Ralph, and Disney put their put their focus on that to get it out. But I mean, I just I looked before we went on to see if it was still a thing, and it's some website showed it as uh, 2022. Actually, yeah, yeah, it did. Huh. Um. So don't know the website at this point. When
0: but. when Zootopia came out, uh, Gigantic was still on yes. on the docket. Do you know what scene I'm going to talk about, Adam? I so think so. So when they when they um, go to talk to uh, Mr. Weaselton. Weaselton. Nope. And he corrects them. No, this them. is Weaselton this is Weaselton. Yeah, is... He has all of these movies out on the table in front of him. And they're like, you know, plays on the Disney films. And Gigantic is one of the covers of the DVDs that he's, uh-huh. he's selling. Uh, I think it's like Once Frozen 2... And one is gigantic, and it, I think it's called enormous.
3: <laughs> yeah, it had a few. No, yeah. it had a few different names. Yeah,
0: so it was, but it was pretty cute because they were all different renditions of Disney films that either were coming up, because like Gigantic and Frozen Two were still not out at that point. When did Zootopia come out? 2016.
3: Yeah, this. Yeah, something, like, something that. like that. It was supposed to be the 59th movie. Yeah. And it was canceled on October 10th, 2017. Yeah.
0: So, I mean,
3: I mean, that doesn't it mean would, it's not it going it to come out. would back. not have been an original film. Well, I mean, how many times had Disney
4: went to try to do The Ice Princess before Frozen came out? Oh, right. good lord. What, 15 years worth of well, longer attempts than that. Or like 20 or something. Yeah, it's, it's I want to say while. Walt Disney was involved in trying to get this. I was about this. to say, I think Walt said, you know, it'd be funny if we did Hamlet, but with Muppets. Yep. No, I'm not.
3: But honestly, he had, he wanted to do something with the Ice Queen, I want to say, and it just,
4: they couldn't figure out how to make it work. He just wanted to go to Norway and write it off. Probably. Probably. Can't blame him. <laughs> who want, who doesn't want to see
3: blue people? With spiky ice hair. With spiky, with ice, spiky hair.
0: ice hair, yeah. It'd be real easy God. to shank someone.
3: God, you just shank them with your hair. We need to stop. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you just tilt your head and be like, eh. "That's that's the, in the that's neck. what it sounds like when you shank someone with your spiky hair."
4: Is it is it, eh. eh.
0: in the neck? The- you
3: give them a hug, and it's
0: eh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to hug you. With your head down, Maria.
3: Well, you
0: pissed really, me off. Really,
4: Maria. You, you know how tall you are.
3: Yeah,
0: exactly. I don't have to bend over. Right?
4: You just be gutting people. Yep.
0: Intestines everywhere. Oh, that's gross. Never mind. Okay. Just awful.
4: <laughs> Maria just... <laughs> Maria just... <laughs> God. Well, since apparently... Maybe we don't know what's, what's coming up, um for Kristen and, and robert lopez if the gigantic thing has been shelved but they will absolutely be doing more uh i'm, I'm sure they'll have something else with disney and may, maybe they're just taking the time to make the sequel to the book of mormon um that the book of mormon her. the next volume that
3: wasn't her
4: no but i mean she could help him she well it was him and and that marks guy or, or, or I the don't Parker think Stone. there are many Broadway sequels. The only Broadway
3: sequel I can think of is Phantom. There's a sequel to Phantom of the Opera. I
4: mean, I was just trying to make a joke on the next volume, but okay. Because it's a book. That They're alien writing. sent down? I forgot how the whole Mormon... No, I think, I think he looked into a hat. Something weird. It was very strange. Everything I, I know about, I learned from that one episode of South Park. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's everything <laughs> I know about it. Um,
0: just. Just let it go. Just let it go.
2: Let it go. Go with the
3: flow. Go with the flow. Go with the flow.
2: Go with the flow. They have the a lot flow. of O songs.
3: No, Go with the flow is another one of their songs because oh. that was from the Nemo the musical. Oh, okay. yeah, it's, it's, Listen, yeah. the Nemo. only
0: Nemo one I know is, in the big blue world. That's it. That's all I know. Like literally just that line.
4: <laughs> yep. Is that you know?
0: That's That's all I know.
4: Oh, she knows she's not wrong i only caught like the last half of it but god like it was so shirt. cold and dark and it I is slept. freezing I like that in that theater it's fantastic in there well unitards are very warm okay
3: they're not they're they're not really unitards they're like jumpsuits with like they're more like zeke like what the fuck dude like you remember the old nike zip up suits like a track suit yes
4: yeah, it's like a really... That's
3: exactly what they are, because they have zipper jackets with hoodies. It's like an oversized, like a... It's a tracksuit.
4: Easy in and out unitard.
3: No, it's not a unitard. It's a tracksuit, because they actually have jackets.
4: My cousin's a tracksuit. Okay. That sounds like a personal issue. Yeah, well... I feel like I'm on Saturday Night Live. I'm trying to... Sign off on the fucking news segment right now. Well, trying to end this thing. We've
3: gave you multiple outs and you haven't taken any of them. She
4: said, "Let it go." I'm not even going to acknowledge that happened, Adam. <laughs> it was an out. It was an escape. Speaking of escapes, <laughs> quarter note. You got any uh, closing remarks?
0: Uh, nope. <laughs>
4: one of these days you'll grow up and you'll be a whole note
0: oh, great i'd rather be a g note Ha ha.
1: Ew. <laughs> uh,
4: okay no. then well if you're wrong we'll all be flat oh, it's a little goonies geez. humor That's a little sharp it's, it's goonies. hey you guys adam i'm going to let you talk because you got a lot to talk about i imagine or you don't because you're going to say i'm going to be there when you hear this so find me I'm gonna be there when you hear this, so find me. What I'm talking about is rawr. We've already US. got cheaters down there wearing the rawr shirts. Uh, They're not down there yet. Uh, there's some people posting from the parks in the shirt. Who's down there? I don't. I mean, I. I, I don't remember her name. <laughs> but she was in the shirt and she was at the park and she's. I thought you people know,
3: started getting down today. Pre gaming.
4: I mean, Chris Carter moved in for a month. Yeah, I'm, Chris doesn't. <laughs> I love Chris Carter to death, but he's been there for like two weeks already. <laughs> yeah.
0: In preparation <laughs> so, I mean, for. You know,
4: it's basically go time for a lot of people right now, and a lot of you guys can't uh, can't can't wait to to make your way down there and just you know tear We'd it. already be there by this time because this right. will probably drop Thursday or Friday. and... Cheat-ups on Thursday. Well, some of the some folks maybe maybe late, and they're they're going to be listening to it right now, right now. Most people are going to be there. Already. I won't. You gonna be there, Maria? Nope.
3: If they're going to the event, they'd be there already. Were either one of you going to the event at any point?
0: I mean, nobody no. invited me.
4: That's a lie. Anyway, <laughs> if you're a member of the group, you were technically invited. Correct.
0: All right, fine.
3: <clears throat> and this was supposed to be the running weekend, too. Yes. Yeah, you flat out said, I am not waking up
4: early. You can all go fuck yourselves is kind of the response. Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, you're basically paying a lot of money to wake up early. Yep. I'll wake no, you I up for half that. Nope. It's not the same. Uh, no, it's not because you don't know how I'm going to wake you up. Even with your dinner net bolts, it's just, it, it's not the same feeling. You ever had jelly on your toes?
3: No, that just sounds gay and boring. <laughs> I mean, Adam, I think you're half right.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
4: And that's going to do it for the weekend update, folks. <laughs> I'm Chevy Chase. Say goodnight,
1: dick. <laughs> look forward to seeing everybody real soon. And thank you.
2: Three Sheets, you have new voicemail messages. Playing new messages.
1: Hey, Three Sheets Nation, this is Justin, your boy. Uh, I'm at WrestleMania right now, uh, getting ready to go in about in a half hour or so. I'm tailgating right now with some Miller Lite and some uh, Fireball. And I am so excited, y'all. I just wanna say I'm thinking about Free Sheets Nation. I'm representing inside them gate. I am ready to go. Let's go, let's throw down baby deal.